York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to talk about a Knicks win because the Knicks go on another winning streak. We beat the Hornets 129 to 107. Jalen Brunson gives you 20 points on the night. Randall with 23 points, five assists, five rebounds. RJ the Bodmon Barrett gives you 24 points to assist. Five rebounds. Mitchell Robinson, almost a triple double. Ten points, nine rebounds, and a steal. Quickly, man, quickly comes in. He says, Give me my money, real quick. I'm pretty sure he had that talk at halftime because in that first half, he was smoking. Finished with 17 points, five rebounds, and nine assists. The Knicks' biggest lead was 29. The Bear Bench destroys the Charlotte Bench, and we ended up winning the game 129 to 107. And we're going to talk about it all. The good, not really a lot of bad, and more good. So let's talk about it. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Knicks Nation. Shout out to the KLT family. And shout out to my peoples, uh, Ebony and Ryan G in the building. What's going on? <laughs> How y'all feeling? Can I hear me? Can I hear me? Yeah, we good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Well, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. This game was not uh, a competition. It was pretty boring, really. Uh, which is good, because that means we did what we supposed to do. We smacked them. We moved the ball. And one of the most important things that I've seen is since we had a game yesterday, um, all our starters pretty much played under 30 minutes, which is unbelievable considering that Tom Thibodeau is our coach. We did everything we had to do. We did everything we absolutely had to do. Uh, and I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. So, Ryan G, let me know. What do you think of the game, man? Yeah, first and foremost, when Randall only plays 27 minutes, Brunson only plays 27 minutes, and Barrett only plays 31 minutes, that lets you know right there that, that was a good night. Yeah. Because those guys usually play 30 plus minutes and you know Thibs. So the fact that they got to rest, knowing that they have a back to back tomorrow against the Celtics was major. So the Knicks basically stood on business tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I should say today, they handled their business. They did what they had to do. The Hornets are our injury riddled team. They're bad defensively and they're one of the worst shooting teams in the league from the three. So the Knicks basically did what they had to do, run them off the court at home. The ball movement was exceptional, especially the second unit. Mm-hmm. Their ball movement was crazy. And I think the I think for me, the play of the game was when they were passing the ball around and Grimes had the ball on this on the baseline. And then RJ Barrett cut to the middle for the basket and Grimes found them for the easy dunk. Mm-hmm. I want to see more plays like that from the Knicks. You know, going one going one-on-one, isolation ball is nice at times, but you also need plays like that as well to balance out the offense. Sometimes to make to make it easier for the team to score buckets. So overall, I was impressed by the Knicks. Good offense. Of course, this team exceptional defensively. Top two in the league defensive rating. Facts. The Knicks put it all together and yeah, they got the they got the win today. I agree. I agree. Dante, I feel like Dante's passing might have permeated through the team because even though he's been playing well, I feel like the second unit passing has gotten better and better each game. And 
the first unit is starting to look like, like man, I can't be making us look bad with all this passing. So we're going to pass too. We're going to pass our big man too. We we want to get involved. So I feel like everybody is like, I want to get involved in the passion. Shoot, even Mitch got some passions. Mitch got some passions in the post today. I know you noticed, Ebony. Yes, I did. You know, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to feel. I'm like, what team am I watching? Exactly. I was just talking about I don't know what a, a Mitch post like a, a straight Mitch post up looks like. I don't remember how that looks. And then today I got to see it. It wasn't pretty, but it went in. I don't care. It went <laughs> in. He's big. <laughs> All he gotta do is catch the ball and turn around, and his shoulders is gonna do most of the work. It's gonna clear people out. <laughs> and he's seven yeah, feet. We just gotta drop it right there. Just drop it. Yeah, fact. <laughs> I noticed we did a, a lot more posting up today. Um, I saw iHeart posting up. Julius Randle is doing his thing in that mid range again. That's the Julius Randle I like. Mm -hmm. Um, that bully ball. He looks confident and strong. Um, when he plays like this, I don't think many people can really stay in front of him. And then he got to look like we said mentioned in prior shows. He has this little new dirt move to his bag. Yeah. So not only is he creating space with his strength, then he gets the way with that move, extra space. So I, I love that move, and I love that he's doing it more so. And um, he had a stretch in the game where he had like two back-to-back -back and ones, just straight strength. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm not. The, I always tell you, I gotta give. I give flowers when they're due. That, that's one thing I'm not. I do. I do. I'm not gonna just hate on a person. He's a player on my team, and I'm happy for him. This is the Julius Randle. I like. We want it as a team. The selfless one. I, and this team just. I watched the whole game with a smile again. Like I didn't find it boring. I was like, get him. Get him some more. <laughs> Let's go. This is what you this is what you want to see. You know, uh, the teams that we're supposed to beat, you whoop up on them. And, and, and the teams that we're not, we still win. But we, you know, or whoop up on them too. Exactly. Everybody gets some. Nah. Everybody, <laughs> anybody can, Everybody can get, get some. Nah, yeah. I, I, I love the style of play we're playing. Um, I agree. Just that 90 style, of, almost style of ball when you think about it. I agree. 90 style of ball. Three steals today, too. So shout out to Julius Randle. Um, Ryan G, I don't know if you heard. I mean, I mean, they talked about it on the broadcast as well. Julius Randle has come out and said that he's been playing hurt. Uh, I actually, they said he, he to start the season, he started off playing at 70% and he wasn't exactly at 100%, and which contributed to the reason why he's been playing not as efficient as he's used to playing. Um, so I don't know what are your thoughts on the notion that notion. Well, I'll say this. First and foremost, I'm not a doctor. So I have no idea how the whole process is when somebody gets injury, their rehab afterwards, you know, how long how long it takes them to get back into the groove once they start playing basketball again. I have no idea. Unfortunately, you have a lot of bootleg doctors on Twitter. <laughs> that want to just talk out of their mouths and think that they know what they're talking about and, and say that, you know, Julius Randle should be healthy. You know, there's no excuse for the way he started the season and this and that and blah, blah, blah. You see, I'm smart. I don't talk on things I know nothing about. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but you see, there's people out there who think they know everything and just assume stuff. And honestly, the last few games I've seen Julius Randle play, it's a different Julius Randle from the Julius Randle I saw at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> so maybe his first few games, he was trying to, you know, play on the ankle, you know, trying to get his ankle back right. 
And usually those things take time, especially when you have surgery on any body part, you know, that you injured, you know, playing sports. So, I mean, hey, Julius Randle, he's playing like himself. He looks more like himself now. And, you know, I'm happy for that. Yeah. No. I'm. Not, you want to say something, Ebony? I feel like you want to say something. No, nah, I just saying facts. I agree. I agree. Everything he just said. Um, I will never question somebody and how they feel after an injury. Everybody heals differently. Facts. And um, my main thing with Julius Randle is not the injury or anything like that. As long as he gives effort, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. Me too. I, I just need the effort and respect, and I'm good. I don't need a repeat of, of whatever happened a few years ago. It, it really it does explain the shooting. It does explain why Drew Holiday was able to hold him to like three points versus the Celtics. Like it explains it explains yeah. a lot. And this is why I'm really, really excited to play the Celtics tomorrow because I I feel like we barely lost last time and we're in a little bit of a different place today. So I'm really looking and you forward. know I'm locked in on that oh. Mitch KP match. Oh, no. you know, we know we know. Mm. <laughs> That's a fact. You know I'm locked Gazy files called like last <laughs> game too because they was they got my man out the game once they realized that he can actually check uh, KP on one on one. That's just me. That's just me. But as far as Julius Randall goes, it does look like he's getting more into a rhythm. Um, I still to me it has to be about the effort though. It has to be about respect for the game though. Though if those things are fine, um, even if he's missing shots, I'm fine. There was still that one or two games where I felt like he was going off the rails. And to me, that had nothing to do with your ankle. That had to do with your mind. That yeah. has to be fixed. But now that that's over, you know, I'm glad to see that you're running back into form and you showed it today. Shoot, he was trying to check out the game today. Yeah, his <laughs> hand went up. He said, I got to be right for tomorrow, coach. Exactly. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is that after he called to, you know, after he motioned to the bench that he needs to be taken out of the game because he's tired. Right afterwards, the dude gets an and one. Yeah. <laughs> like, two back to back. Two back to back. That's yeah. when he got the back to back one. Well, you listen, what you have to learn in the NBA is you're only tied on defense. You never tied on <laughs> offense, all right? Because he didn't get back on defense, but as soon as he got the ball, all of a sudden he had a burst of energy. That's just the way it goes in basketball. <laughs> but uh, uh I feel like every game we give like a six minute praise speech on RJ. It's you like, have to. <laughs> it just makes me think. This is just making me think what's real and what's not, right? Because RJ Barrett, again, is balling. Uh, 67% from three. I posted a question on Twitter a couple of days ago. And I was like, can RJ keep this up? He's been shooting over 40% from three this whole season. It has to come down sometime, right? The last game, he shot 50% from three. This game, he shot 67% from three. It doesn't look like it's trying to come back down to like reality. I'm thinking. I'm thinking at some point he's at least got a, at least has to settle around 38. Like at least, right? At least, because <laughs> that's like normal good shooting humans percentages. You know, he, not... he's making it look easy. I think it's sustainable. It, it doesn't look hard for him. He doesn't. He's not doing anything extraordinary either. He's not even doing it fast. It's just slow, methodical, and strong. <laughs> yeah. Which is which makes me feel like it's more real because yes. it is methodical and it is strong and it it looks very very real. But it, it's the low averages just say in my mind that <laughs> NBA players don't shoot fifty percent from from three at high volumes for an entire season. That's just the law of averages that I've seen. I don't expect that. I don't. <laughs> but this is cra- This is just crazy. 
manifest it. Let's let's yeah, try manif- manif- <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll say this though. I agree. I don't think RJ Barrett will shoot at like a 50% clip for the rest of the season. That's insane. But, but based on what I've seen so far, the way he goes about his game, actually thinking, you know, before he makes a move, actually, you know, processing the game, the game definitely seems like it has slowed down for him. I do believe that his averages this season are going to be better overall. Yes. Across the board. But with, with the way he's playing so far this season and the way he opened up. And you know, RJ Bad is an RJ Bad is a notoriously slow starter. And the fact that he started this season hot, yeah, we're, we're gonna be we're gonna see something different from RJ Bad for the whole season. Thank you, FIBA. Yeah, how long how many games? Because once once we start to get around <laughs> the 2025 game mark, I'm gonna check back in these percentages again to figure out like how real everything is because the conversation might have to start changing about about trading for stars and things of that nature if this turns out to be what is really happening with RJ in the Knicks uniform. Like that conversation might have to switch to something else. I I was waiting uh because in my little little note, I don't do much, just emotions, like so I can get the context. I don't forget the context. So it says RJ is the man and it has uh, question marks and it says superstar next to it. See, we we on, we on the same trip. We on the same. Trip. We on the same page. I'm just like, so what? Th- this is what this is what I mean. Patience. You never know. Like last year, all oh year, I, I said, what about if RJ has a jump shot? That was my main question in these space, the Twitter streets. What what happens if when RJ gets a jump shot? It said, you understand how it's going to open up the rest of his game so easily. Mm-hmm. Like it just takes a, work. Work at, at it a point in your game and look like IQ three point scorer, but we will get to him. I know we're going to get to him, oh, yeah. but just just RJ, RJ just added to his game. So now they have to soon they, it's going to be like like you said, how many more games they're going to have to say, oh this is this is real deal. This is the real deal. I have to respect his jump shot and doing that. So you see what he's doing on the on the, the uh going to the basket. Mm-hmm. Every time he go to the basket, I'm thinking it's going to be a foul. Yeah. So, uh, uh, RJ is definitely, I told you, I rib it, rib it. Leap, leap. Yeah, the leap is here. <laughs> the leap is looking like it's real. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting and see. I'm waiting and see. I'm waiting and see, but it's looking very legit. He shot 40% from three his second season in the league. He's over that right now. So uh, maybe he can do it again with extra playmaking, with extra finishing with extra everything i'm waiting to see on that we got it's it's looking like a little legit big three still some some small teams this is why i'm really excited about tomorrow's game yes yes i'm really excited about tomorrow's game like i feel like i feel like a win tomorrow can start to change some conversations around the league a little i I really do because a lot of conversations around the league are one way because we haven't made any changes and we haven't made the big splash in the, in the but there's two ways to get better you get better by bringing in different personnel and then you get better with within and this team from teams like the janitor all the way up to leon rose are extremely dedicated to being better every single day and if that's the case um, there's a lot of chance for people in this building to be better. So um, I'm going I'm to I'm just sit back and wait to see what's happening. And 
who knows what's who knows it might make shoot it might be more beneficial to pay people to keep i don't know i don't know what you think iq i (laughs) I think it i've been saying that i've been seeing rihanna all summer pay him what you owe him like come (laughs) on better have his money please have that man money (laughs) second unit okay the, the first unit has been really good what made this win really well good wasn't that we beat the hornets it was that we beat a team who was down and we kept them down and and also it was the process in which we kept them down we moved, we moved the ball we played defense we didn't stick away from any principles and we expanded on things that we were doing good and we started doing even even better like the passing to Mitch Robinson, the extra passes in the first quarter. And like even the first and second unit is starting to play a little bit more alike each other now. Instead of being like the second unit is the passing team and the first unit is the ice. It's like you're starting to both be the passing team, which is why I enjoyed this win. And I feel like, I feel like one of the big components of that second team playing this way right now is quickly. Uh, he gives us stability. He gives us some stability with RJ Barrett. And even Dante, I feel I, I like I feel like Dante's in, uh, has put that passing culture within that team. And he had 17 points, nine assists, five rebounds, and is going to make it tough to have him walk away. I don't know what, what you what you thinking, Ryan? Yeah, quickly played a great game today. Um, I've always said about quickly when quickly plays controlled, that's the best version of quickly. That's when quickly is a definite plus on this team and he plays and at the last few games he's played controlled and his shock selection has been great today he had nine assists so he's definitely was finding his teammates giving them open shots easy opportunities to score and yeah man quickly is definitely given he's definitely showing the organization that you know i'm here to ball and y'all better pay me what you owe me because i'm here you so quickly's definitely played well this season, and you just hope that he continues as the season goes on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Ebony, you don't got anything to add, or you want me to keep going? IQ, pay him, please. Um, <laughs> now his passing and his uh, decision making is I'm I'm proud. Again, I'm I was screaming PTK for a long time. Play the kids. I was saying play play them babies. That's mm-hmm. what I was saying. Uh, because I I I I seen it. I seen uh you know they have the tools tools to be good. Sorry. Um, he the his creating space for himself again. Like I mentioned last, is it, it, he's grown. He just picking his spots well, giving it to the other uh, bigs perfectly. Him and the bigs have good chemistry. Him and iHeart have good chemistry. Him and Dante have like he just uh, looking for his teammates. Yeah, and I love that bench is gonna make people. They're going to make teams play their starters quicker than they want all the time. I see it. I see it. For They're just constant effort. And IQ uh, in that mid-range, we might have to start calling him mid-range assassin. Yep, man. <laughs> that, that step-back mid-range is deadly. The step-back in but, general, because he's been hitting a couple of step-back threes at the at the – the end of the horn. I felt like the game actually changed. I felt like the game changed when the second unit came in. I felt like the game yeah. changed. The second energy, unit came in. He picked up. It was tied for a minute. Ironically, I felt like our only small problem with that first quarter. Ironically, I love Mitch and Grimes. I felt like those two defensively were like a, a little bit of a step slow in that first quarter. 
Um, and I and I feel like if they weren't, we would have been ahead, but it was like tie. Because Lamelo kept breaking down Grimes, like three straight plays, and then I expected Mitch to help, but Mitch would just be looking at him. <laughs> I think he's trying to play drop, and I'm expecting him to like put a hand up and try to you know do his Mitch thing, but he didn't do it. Uh, did that part? Well, okay. well, I got one real quick to say about IQ, and I'm gonna talk to about the Lamelo thing too. Um, I, I my the most impressive play to me from IQ today was when he was in the transition um, break. And he had a clear three-point. If he wanted to pull up, he could have. Mm-hmm. He faked the shot, drew the defender, and passed it to um, to Hart, I think it was, for an open, for mm-hmm. a dunk. And I'm like, that is the unselfishness I'm talking about. And I also seen, shout out to Brunson, I seen Brunson do the same thing, where he had an open three, he faked, and then he passed it to Grimes in the corner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I... I that was impressive to me. It's like they they really they really like playing with each other. They have to, and they really like sharing the ball with each other. So yeah, matter of fact, that's the limit for this team, yo. No, yo, matter <laughs> of fact, that play of the game, one of the plays of the game for that first that first unit when RJ was cutting and got the dunk. That play started off with with uh, Jalen Brunson breaking down the defense. That's how the play started, and then it got them into scramble mode, and that team passed it around, and it ended up it ended up with Grimes. Um, driving and passing it to RJ Barrett. So it's like sometimes people account assist, but you don't really see the, the the hockey assist. The hockey assist doesn't really get counted. That's that play started because Jalen Brunson uh, broke down defense. It was unselfish and passed it around. And e- and even so for for uh, Emmanuel quickly, he broke down a defense and passed to Josh Hart. Like you said, Josh Hart didn't shoot it. <laughs> He pumped and drive to keep it back. Down. The dunk, the dunk. Yeah, he wasn't shooting that. Now it was, it was a good read. Well, shout shouts out to Grimes too. He made some. He made the good reads today. I seen him not look. He's still a little fast, but more under control mm-hmm. uh, and, and attacking towards the basket. Even if he wasn't looking to shoot, he did uh, a well just trying to pass his teammates the ball too. Um, everybody didn't make it, so you know the assist might not show up, but he he tried. He was in there. Uh, so I, I see it. I see him trying. I see it too, and he had two big threes in the third quarter that kind of uh, catapulted the, the 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 Knicks uh, to start to pull it away, start to pull the game away in that third quarter. And I kind of feel like the coach is trying to get him going too, because when the game was over, he was the only starter left in kind of garbage time. I feel like it was Tips' way of telling him like to like shoot the ball, get some more touches, get some more rhythm, because we're gonna need you coming down coming down the line. I, I think I read somewhere that he has like the, the lowest usage on the team or like the, the, the eighth lowest usage on the team or something. So he needs to get some type of rhythm and shot going, but he had a, a good game today. Facts, 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 facts. All right. All right. Yo, we got a little, we got a little big three right now. It's, we beating up on teams by 30 points and 20 points or whatever, but it's, look, it's looking like a legit big three. I've started these low percent. We were bottom of the league in field goal percentages. Uh, I think we're top one, bottom twenty in um, three point percentages, but I think those are things that are going to start to rise as we start to move the ball more, as Randall starts to round into shape, as Brunson starts to round into shape. I don't know, man. I, this team can be really dangerous. This team can be extremely dangerous. I can't wait till I can't wait till tomorrow. Like Clyde said, they've been moving and grooving all afternoon. All afternoon, <laughs> and so has Mitch, who gave you ten points and nine rebounds, got you some post ups. And they also had a nice little talk about his loyalty, his loyalty to the team, man. He he would run 
would run through a wall for this next organization, which is for you guys who, who like to follow the guys who like, ooh, such and such says something bad about the Knicks. And they hated being here and they hate Tibbs and ooh, uh Cameron or, or Obi, I don't know, Obi said this or D Rose. Let's, let's, let's take in all the information. If they said that, what are the people who are here saying? You know what I'm saying? Taking all, don't take in just the positive or just don't take just, just, just the negative. Take the collective. What is everybody saying? Those are people who are at the organization who are here. The people who are still here, well, how are they reacting? Are they are, are they a lost team? Are they still following Tibbs? Are they are they are they not following Tibbs' direction? Are they getting handmade shirts made by their mothers that has Tibbs coats on them? Jalen Brunson, like <laughs> so, like we gotta take in all the information. And Mitch, um, absolutely, as much as Mitch complains on social media about not having to get the ball, he still reps with his team pretty hard. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think sometimes with players. I don't think there's any coach out there where there's not one or two players that think ill of him because you have to think about a team and how they're built and the coach can only play so many players. So there's going to be players that's going to feel left out on any team because the coach cannot play all 15 guys on the roster. Yeah. So yeah, you have players that leave this team, you know, that may feel like, okay, you know, Thibs didn't give me a proper chance or whatever the case may be. And they might have one or two things, one or two things that they say about the organization, you know, that might be, you know, negative. But you have to think about what are the majority saying. And if you look at these guys on the Knicks at the moment, you know, Mitch, Quick, all these guys, when they go, when they step on the court, they're playing hard for Thibs. They're putting it all on the line when they go on the court every single night, every single game. And if they weren't on board with Thibs as a coach, you would not be seeing that. Guys would be lackadaisical on the court. You know, they, yeah. they play with no care in the world. But the fact that these guys go on the court every single night and play hard for this coach, clearly the majority on, on the roster and the, and the majority of the organization thinks highly of Thibs. But, you know, it's just people because, you know, some people, they, when they don't like somebody... They look for any they look for every single negative that they can find to fit their narrative on somebody without looking at the facts and looking at the majority and what they think of a coach. I agree. I agree. And, and the Knicks would have uh we'd have blown the team would have blown up after the Dallas game when we lost that the, the <laughs> that would have been the end of the Knicks. <laughs> that was the game. But somehow we rebounded after that Dallas loss, and we're here now. We are here now. Uh and, I want to talk about something else. Did you want to say something? I mean, yeah, you know I want to talk about Mitch. Oh, come on, back up. You know, you know I ain't gonna pass up a Mitch. chance to talk about Mitch. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving on too quickly. <laughs> nah, uh, I, I been, been a, a Mitch fan since we drafted him. Um, I remember like they mentioned in the broadcast where he just said two or three words and he couldn't stay on the floor. And I kept saying, Dad, only if he could stay on the floor, he's gonna be a problem. You know, because he just had the athleticism. I just see him blocking three-point shots. It was like a regular for him in his rookie uh, second year. Um, So I thought, you know, just him being smarter, he would be a wrecking with. And to see it actually happen. And, um, and uh, oh, yeah, in fact, that he, he didn't even play not one game of, of college basketball. So yeah. the Knicks really did take a chance on him. 
Mm-hmm. You understand? Twice, twice. They they pay him and, and just drafting him because he didn't have any college games on his belt. So, yeah, I, I, this is what happens when you get people who want to be here. And every day they be talking about some other center that's better or that they want. And I'm loving that the Mitch is on the shutdown everybody talk because it's like, okay, next who it is, Mark Williams, you out of here for all those Mark <laughs> Williams bandwagon fans. Oh, we could have drafted another Mitch. It's levels to this, y'all. It is levels to this. Yeah, it is levels. <laughs> it is definitely levels. You want to yeah. have that guy's gonna run through the wall for you, yeah. And you're right, you you're right. There's people they were scared to. That's why he was drafted so low in the first place. People were, were afraid to to look at him. They didn't understand why he didn't go to college. I forgot. I forgot the exact story. It he, was his family member was a college coach at the, the college he went to, assistant coach. He committed and then they fired him. Or he, if something happened with him and the team, with the family member and the team, the coach, and um. That's when Mitch was like, well, he ain't here. Well, I'm going there, you know. So I, <laughs> you know, uh, basically, that that's how it is. But I just wanted to show you how the, the Mitch effect, number one in offensive rebound, number five in defensive rebound, number one in rebound in total, like total. We're number eight in turnovers, which is good. Oh, that's not him, but that's good. Eight Number eight in steals, I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing defense without fouling. We're last in blocks, but we're number two in personal fouls. We're playing defense without fouling. So they're just putting their hands up. They're not going for shot fakes. They're not going for the block. Just playing real disciplined basketball. I mean, a defense right now. And number two in defensive rate in total, right? I said that. And number five of opponent points in the paint. We are shutting the paint down. Mm. That That's that's cool. Yeah, Mitch man. Effect. Shutting the paint down. Shutting the paint down. <laughs> and that leads to a number two defensive rating we just need to get that offense for the team up and we're good to go but yeah Mitch is playing great Mitch is absolutely playing yep. great yes for sure for sure shout out to Mitch shout out to Mitch um money Mitch money making Mitch <laughs> Yo, I have a question with you guys and shout out to you guys if you guys want to talk um did I put the the discord no it's not there discord link I don't know if you so there's no Fritz today so if you want to talk the discord link I can put it in the chat right Feel like I put it in the chat dumb early. <laughs> I see you. Hold on. You could probably pin it to just make life easier. <laughs> yeah, all right. Pinned it. All right. So I pinned it. So if you look at the top, there's a little Discord link. You can click that if you want to talk next with us. Um I want to actually talk about something interesting as well. Woj, Woj came out a few days ago and it talked about the Knicks are gearing up for a big move. Um, and you can't ignore Woj saying something like that. You can't ignore, you can't ignore Woj, you can't ignore Ian, right? <laughs> like that's two people you can't ignore when they speak. Um, at this time though, when you're looking at the landscape of free agents, you have Joel Embiid, who we were all hoping, but people are saying, you know what, he's in the, he's in the Eastern Conference. Why would they trade him to to us? I know you have to, but on top of that, Seventy Six is playing well. Seventy Six is playing well, right? We have Giannis entered the Kupo, who was so happy, so ecstatic that he signed Dame, that he signed a four year extension, and now they're getting smacked around. 
And that now he might be regretting that decision right now. <laughs> he really might just hand it over all his leverage. <laughs> really did. Um, but the my thing is this: there's not a lot of people I really would trade for. And with those guys being off the board, you start to look around and you're hoping that you don't trade the farm for somebody who's not going to move the needle. And it's like, all right, who really is left? Who's really left? Are Knicks going to be making the trade just because they make, just to make a trade? That's what I don't want to happen. I don't want us to be like, we have all these picks, which we do. And we just try to make a big trade for the sake of it because we have all these picks and this is not the right trade. It, to me, cat is not to me, cat is not the right trade at all. I see somebody saying cat. I know he can shoot. Uh his defense. I keep saying his defense is really bad, man. His defense is bad. I don't know if you've seen like if the top 10 defensive players list. Uh I think four of those guys are like starters <laughs> for the Timberwolves, and Cat is definitely not on it. And this is and he's really an improved defense according to what I've been reading about him this year. But it's still it's ugh. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I don't know, man. I I saw the medal today, and I was just like things that make you go, hmm. I don't know, man. I like Lamelo's game, bro. I do. How many points? 30 passes the ball, gives you 30 points. Uh, he's tall enough where you can. I feel like you can pair him with the Brunson. He's not as he doesn't have the the reputation of defender, but you see, he can lock in and defend when he wants to. And and you're like, wait a minute. If you if 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 a Tibbs gets a tall guy who has the tools to defend and teaches him the fundamentals to defend, you start to think, wait a minute. Now the Hornet with the Hornets trade him. I don't, I don't, I don't. They they gave him the money. They gave him money. They gave him. They just paid him. So they have no incentive to play him to pay him at all. So I'm just blowing smoke and shooting, shooting. <laughs> I'm just. It's just a yeah. wild things that make you go hmm for me. I'm good. I I'm good for now. I need to see the end results of this. <laughs> I, I need to see the, the the total total result of of this team here. I need to get a full full look. I think I think uh, we have something. Um, I'm when I, I'm scared of, of of getting superstars because the fact that like we mentioned, they do like playing with each other. Suppose this person just sets off the whole, you know, just doesn't mesh. Right. So the, the grass is not always green on the other side. And then what you got to give up to get those teams? Now we're star heavy and. The things we brag about, we can't like how we got the second unit. That that's going to be non-existent. I I believe so. I like this team. I need to see eighty-two games it, it, minus like maybe uh, Evan could, could be on somebody else's bench. He need to play, so we sh- should let him go play. Go play. Yeah, he might be a trade <laughs> Who knows? Like, I I, I want to see eighty-two games as well for sure. I definitely. I don't want to blow this team up. I want to see what happens. I want to see what's going to happen with this team because I do like our chemistry. I do like the way RJ is playing. I do feel like RJ's ascension could change the conversation of what we need and what we don't need. Um, I'm I'll just say, throwing stuff to the wall, really. <laughs> I'll say this, though. I feel the Knicks are in a situation now where it's like certain players on their team 
have improved over these past few seasons, whereas before you would be more willing to give up, you know, maybe an RJ or whatever the case may be in a trade and be cool with it because you saw RJ being kind of stagnant and you haven't seen much growth and things of that nature. But this season, it makes it really hard to even consider trading anybody because RJ has taken a step up. Mitch has taken a step up. There's numerous guys on this team that's taken steps up. Mm-hmm. And now it makes, if the Knicks are going to go that route to trade for a superstar player, it makes it that less, it, like it, it closes the, it closes the, um, the error that the Knicks can make. It makes it, uh, it makes it way lower. So it's like, okay, if the Knicks make that trade, they better make sure it's for a player that's going to really turn them into a title contender. The Knicks cannot make a trade and they bring in somebody and the team marginally like the or whatever the case may be. Right. Because now you have all these guys on this team improving and making the team better. So at this point in time, I feel like the Knicks should stick to what they have. Mm-hmm. If they if they see an opportunity to make it like an incremental move where it's like, okay, you add maybe a a role player or a player or a solid player that you that you know, you know, where you, where you see like an area of weakness in the team and you can bring them in and it, and that player kind of like gives the Knicks an incremental improvement. I think those are the moves that the Knicks should look at at the moment when it comes to superstar players. The room for error is very low at the moment with the way these guys are playing. So it's like if you make that move, you better make sure that move hits completely. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, we don't want to be what what we don't know if they're turning around. But right now, with the Clippers, you know, you could point to the, something like that. They were playing well and meshing as a team, you know, with the Clippers, and then they traded for Harden. So I, I I'm scared of that. I don't I don't want to deplete my team and we still in the same the same position. You know. Yeah. Nah. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I'm just throwing stuff at the wall. I'm just throwing. Nah. Stuff. I get it. <laughs> um, I get it. I definitely. And, I'm not for me. I'm not considering moving anybody um, until off season. If if that thought even is, is to happen, you know what I mean. If that's that even that, if that's a thought, I'm not considering. I want to see what we have in this team, especially the way we're going. I think we can be pretty dangerous. I think we're pretty dangerous, and I, there's gonna be a couple of tests coming on, and then we have a game, a road trip up coming up. It's uh, five games on the road. Fortunately, we're a pretty good road team. A really good road team. Um, even though the games are really in close proximity to each other, I still feel like we can pull it out. But I, I'm just throwing stuff at the law because I remember once upon a time, Lamelo Ball was part of the conversation and somebody to, to uh, talk about the brain. So I was like, wait, what, what about that? Just, just things that make you go, you know, just throwing it out there. All right. <laughs> Facts. Alexander said, "Happy belated birthday!" In fact, happy belated birthday yes, to Mister J. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> Yo, thanks, Alex. Yeah, yeah. My birthday was yesterday. Forgot people who don't know. Eleven, eleven. Uh, Scorpio game. Me and Ryan G over here. Yes, sir. Uh, well, we got love. We got love for, for the other side. We got love for the Taurus gangs and everybody. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Taurus. Taurus gang. And, and Lee as well couldn't make it. Shout out to Lee as well. Yeah. Oh, Glamour. Yo, Glamour being the cut. <laughs> Thank you, Glamour. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate you, Alex. Everybody's rocking with the show. 
Yeah, man. Um, but you have anybody you guys want to talk about anything else? I feel like we we've hit everything we needed to talk. Feel like I'm missing somebody. I ain't gonna lie to you. Man, Hartenstein had a a, woo, a game. His game was woo, he had a rough one today. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Nick Richards. They was trying to see who was gonna file out first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right, hard. It's all right, hard. You can't, you can't, you can't, you know. My man, Nick Richards, he had four fouls in, in the second quarter, and it wasn't even over. Nope. Yeah. It wasn't even over. Nope. Nope. He playing the wrong sport out there. Yeah, he got one foul that was kind of, I don't know, questionable, or I felt like he got I, screened. And what, what do you want to say, Ryan G? At this point, I believe I heart. Fouled out on purpose because he wanted to give Sim some playing time. That's what yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what it was. I like that angle. Because he wanted to give Sim some playing time. I like that angle. I like that. I like that. You know what? Sims has some playing Oh, Sims. We could talk about Sims showing some stuff. Oh, we could talk about Sims. The Sims guy <laughs> came in there and did a couple of things in there. Yeah. The little N one. Yeah, Sims showing us a little something, something. Yeah, got I it. think uh, he would be a backup on anybody else's team. I'm not even going to hold you. Yeah, he could be there. It's. It's consistency, it's playing time, it's rhythm. Because I mean, at one time, people were like, man, Sims' defense is really good. And, and it's, it was challenging. It's, it was almost not as good as Mitch, but it was just kind of like something different where you can, uh, you can, you can throw, you can throw him in to be like even more switchable if you want to and go yeah. back to Mitch in certain situations. And it was like, wow, we really have something. And then the following year, it just seemed like he regressed. It's to me again is the speed of the game. Um, with uh with the um, Sims, with Sims, I think that uh I noticed that he has a lot of he reminds me of Mitch, like you said, a lot, a lot, a lot actually. So when we signed our heart, I was actually like, Dang, I, I wanted to see what Sims could mm -hmm. do, you know. Um, but then I heard that I heart had a jump shot. I was like, all right, they'll be the perfect center tandem. I get it. We could show different looks. I understand. Right. But I really did want to give C uh Sims in that backup uh role. But again, I think the game is slowing for him a little bit. And playing with iHeart and Mitch has to help that. And going against those guys in practice also have to help you. You gotta deal with Mitch and iHeart in practice. So yeah, um I think he if push come to shove, we definitely have the best uh center depth in in the league. Not for sure. He just needs some more time. He needs more time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, shout out to I like Sim. Sorry, I like Sims' um perimeter defense also. Yes, yeah, the perimeter defense yeah. is what really makes him. Yeah, like I, like the game where we played Brooklyn and he was guarding Kevin Durant, uh, in multiple multiple occasions where we almost kind of won that game just because of his defense on Durant was was very impactful and encouraging for us. But yeah, shout out, shout out to Sims. Thank you for playing to give our big some rest for tomorrow. <laughs> We got the Celtics yeah, coming up tomorrow, man. Maybe I can't wait. Ooh, I can't wait. <laughs> Birdman rub. Don't, don't let me. Don't let us win. I'm going to be annoying. I'm going to be annoying if we beat the Celtics. Because I'm just like, I'm not scared of these dudes. Oh, KP is all. These teams. It's like, they barely beat us. They barely beat us. Freaking Randall was playing like trash. And Brunson was missing layups. <laughs> in the yes. fourth quarter, he was missing layups. I still remember back. he faked the pass. The the paint opened up. Brinson was like, oh my God, went to the rim, loaded it up, and it rimmed out. There was nobody guarding that. Man. I was sitting like, 
Oh man, nah, we need this. We we could be a dangerous team. We're dangerous. We're dangerous. Dangerous. Big three loaded. Big not not, not the mid three. The mid three dead. Big three nah, loaded. Big big three, and they looking for each other. That's what makes it even more dangerous. Mm -hmm. Not one on one anymore. It's not your turn, my turn. They're not on the Jalen Brown Tatum thing. That's, They're getting each other looks. Yeah, cause right now it's Tatum and KP's team. I don't know what happened to uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's third. He got no left. <laughs> he, that's although, what happened. Although Jalen Brown did play good the last game, okay. I saw. I think that was a previous game that they played. I was watching. He did play well that game, but yeah, he's he's off to a slow start this season no. though. Jalen Brown looking like a three hundred million dollar third option right now, like straight up. Yeah, um, <laughs> I seen a clip. I seen the clip, and this is loud. The clip's loud that you don't have a left. You know when you 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 go against somebody, and then they go to the left one dribble, and then mm -hmm. they hurry up and go back. And they're doing their, their hardest to get back to to the to the, mm -hmm. the right. Mm -hmm. That's Jalen Brown. He and then he got a turnover because of it. So exactly, I'm good. I'm not paying three hundred million Steven, dollars to a one handed Steven, bandit. Stephen ain't been talking about uh, R.J. Barrett not having a right for so long, but he's really confusing R.J. Barrett and Jalen Brown. I feel like he's yeah, really confusing. Because like, <laughs> R.J. Barrett today went right a couple of times. Got an and one go to his right matter of fact. I think he thinks him and Jalen Brown have the same game on reverse, but it's really not. I think you need to watch against Stephen A. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> Jalen Brown said, "Thank you, RJ, because they're looking at you and not me." <laughs> exactly, and I'm a fan of Stephen A. I like Stephen A. on first take, but sometimes when Stephen A. talk about the Knicks, it's like dog. You need to go back and watch the Knicks because you really don't know what you're talking yeah. about at times. Because so, the, for him to for him to say that RJ Barrett has no right hand is wild to me. Super wild. Shout out to Monica. Be watching. Shout out to, <laughs> Shout out to Monica. Go. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, I agree with Stephen A. It's clear that you, you don't get to watch all the Nick games. You may watch some, if that, and you probably don't even watch the whole games. I don't understand. You know, I know you 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 have a sports show, so he has to watch everything. Mm -hmm. I doubt he's watching the Knicks, and it shows though. You know, it shows with a lot of them. They they go through the box. I call them box score warriors. You know, you yeah. look through the box score, mm -hmm. and then you try to say mm -hmm. what uh what happened in the game, but then you miss the context of the game. So that that's always not you know a way to look at at the games. So, exactly. Yeah. Which which is why I feel like teams are un. This is why I feel like a lot of people are kind of underrating us because they are box score watchers. They're not day-to-day -day watchers. Mm -hmm. So when they say, oh, we haven't made any changes. And and even in specifically how they talk about RJ this year is making me realize we're still kind of going under radar and his play is going under the radar. Because they'll talk about, okay, well, they have Randall and they have this person. Um, but there's like, yo, RJ's gotten better. Like no one's everybody's talking about Maxi getting better. Yeah. He's gotten better, but no one, nobody on ESPN is mentioning how RJ's got. Nobody. That's and that's because uh, even considering Maxie's that, played. even considering, wait a minute, if if Brunson is, is Brunson and Randall is Randall, what happens if RJ reaches another level? Like no one is thinking that at all. Like and it's weird to me, but uh, well, it's not weird. They don't take us serious, Jay, at all. They don't believe in Brunson and Randall, really. Like, you see two-time All-Star, he doesn't get that of a two-time All-Star. They they don't believe that that's real, you know? Um, So it's probably going to be December, like you said, 20, 30 range uh, game mark when if we're still on this plateau where people are like, okay, what's going on with the Knicks? Then mm -hmm. they'll really start watching, you know? And, and, and But per, one person that I'm going to give a shout-out to that does do a good job with, with – 
our analysis is um the national media is perk uh kendrick perkins mm -hmm. um he does a pretty good job when talking about the knicks like he's watched the game or two not even gonna hold you um so in general uh, he does even though he, he had the mind he had the heat over us yeah, well, he, he was right though. I mean, I'm talking about this season coming up. This season coming up. This season. Nah, I'm talking about oh, last. no, he bugging. He yeah, bugging. I was like, Perk, all right, Perk, he was riding high. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. it's all right. He even uh, he, he's wrong on that one because I, I don't, I'm not taking Miami over. But again, people sleep on us, they don't they don't see the vision. The first thing we start playing good is oh, they're close, they just need the you know, another piece, but not saying that maybe they just need somebody to take another leap. You know, uh, that's never that never comes out of no, people's mouths. Nobody ever with the amount of young people we have <laughs> under twenty six, it never comes out of their mouth that wait, what if one out of their one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six young guys takes a leap? <laughs> like no one even considers it, and it's just like I don't know. I, I like to say, let them keep sleeping though, y'all. Because yeah. uh, then we the underdogs and we can wake them up. Uh, we're going to wake a lot of teams up. Uh, when you this physical, we're going to wake you up. <laughs> That's a fact. Shock the world. Shock the world, yeah. RJ said. <laughs> yeah, and to show you how much ESPN does not care about the Knicks, because I watch First Take religiously. Pretty much almost every game Wemby has played this season, they be having whole segments about Wemby, his game and blah blah blah, but but then when he went to MSG and he got shut down by Big Mitch and the squad, they had they had one little mention, a uh, one little mention and segment about it. Then they moved on. I'm like, oh, word. So I'm, like, oh, I'm like oh word. So because when we went went up against the Knicks and the Knicks shut that man down, Mitch held him all of six when he faced a one on one. All of a sudden, it's just a mention and not a whole segment. Yeah. No I, I see how y'all do us, ESPN. I see how y'all I see how y'all do us. Yeah. He ain't mentioned nothing about how, how RJ was schooling y'all. Nothing about Brunson. Nothing about Mitch's defense. None, none, nothing about our team. It was all like, well, well, Wimby, he got shut down. Like, come on. I, I watch ESPN to see if they would talk. You know, I do that a lot. I don't, I don't, I call it Espen because I don't, I don't, you know, it's just, uh, uh, so, so I watched Espen, right? Because, um, I wanted to see if they would talk about us and <laughs> nothing. Like, even what's the guy? I can't remember the older guy. Was it Van Pelt with the glasses, right? The older, bolder guy. He looks like yeah, uh, Professor X a little bit. That's his name, right? Yes, Scott Van Pelt, yeah. Yeah. Even, I watched his. They did everybody else. Where, where was our game? Like, it didn't happen. Like, the game never even happened. And I was like, come on. Like, I get it. I get you had this big agenda, but we did a good, we gave the, the NBA something tape on how you guard Wimby. That's not a big thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a big thing. I saw, yeah. I saw on Twitter real quick. I saw on Twitter, somebody posted a meme of the, the Simpsons, and it says, this is ESPN to the Knicks, and it has them pointing, saying, look over there, and you know how you look, and he, he ran, and he ran. <laughs> Man. Where, where, where are we? Hold on. Today, tomorrow, we're at um, okay, NBA 2, MS, no, NBA TV, MSG. Okay, so no ESPN, because I I, I didn't want to hear people talk gushing over the Celtics, no matter what we did all day tomorrow. Because that's exactly what happens. <laughs> So yeah, I know you guys had to endure that during the Knicks versus Spurs game where they just gushed over the Spurs the whole time as we were smacking them. 
<laughs> can I have? Can I give bro the day then? Oh, bro, let's go, bro. Bro picks, let's get it. Okay, I got I got a couple bro picks as as you guys say. Um, one is to Malika Andrews for for I ain't forget for, from last game. She she I forgot last game, but I remember now when she told said told everybody on national TV that Mitch wasn't as quick as Wimby. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't know. They they was talking giving Mitch his flowers on ESPN, and then she's like, uh, "I don't know. Um, you know, I don't think Mitch is as quick." You know what? Mitch isn't as quick as Wimby, but I think people think Mitch is slow, mm-hmm. oh. and the people who he guards will tell you that he's not. Yeah, facts. He's not and as quick, I give her, but I he's give it to not her she slow, him. and he has the length to to uh, kind of uh, make up for what he lacks in quickness. But he's like he's quick enough to keep up with you. Mm-hmm. Ask, ask Karis LeVert. Ask, <laughs> <laughs> ask Kawhi Leonard. Ask Paul George. Ask, ask, ask Jalen Brown. The ask list them. is growing, y'all. It's growing. <laughs> <laughs> ask them. Ask them how slow Mitch is. Just, just and uh. One more, one more for the day is all those who wanted Mark Williams. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all see, it's, le- it's levels Bruh. to this. Yes. Okay, that's it. That's all. I want to know what Knicks fans out there wanted Mark Williams. I want to know who. I want to name. <laughs> I want to know who in Knicks Nation suggests that the Knicks should go out to Mark Williams. They Please definitely tell your names. I, I look, my memory too shot, but I'm telling you, as, a, <laughs> as a somebody that is, I miss that day. Uh, Yes, <laughs> if somebody that is a, a Mitch fan for a very long time and has been going to bat and hearing a lot of nonsense about him, right? Mark Williams, Jalen Duran, these are people that the other people will, oh, we, 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 but we stuck with Mitch and, and they putting up their, their, their stats of the, what they're doing, things of that nature. Like, that's serious. So I know. And uh, when I, I got that Jalen Duran matchup <laughs> on the calendar, too, don't worry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm laughing at Glamour saying I got to Ryan and I got Excel sheets of the names. <laughs> if, 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 if she can deliver that spreadsheet list to me, I will name each and every one of them on the broadcast and go at them and, and tell them how dumb they were to make that suggestion. Like, yo, I, I can't even find the words. Oh, like, man. basically, they need to stay off the weed. <laughs> they need to stay off the weed. Yeah. Now, Derek. Right? I can, I can understand people wanting Durant. Nah. I understand people wanting Durant. I can understand I, it. Uh, people always talk about we trying to win, but you won't go backwards. It took look, look. It takes time. Look at Mitch. You got to grow. The game has to slow. Then we get another person in that spot. You got to wait for him to grow. <laughs> you got to wait for him to make those mistakes to learn which mistakes that he can make and not. You know, pick your spots. That's too much. That's why we're not drafting. That's exactly man. why we're not drafting. Man, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited to see what happens if we give the Mitch the ball in the post. Cause he's cause listen, his 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 trainer said that they've worked on a post game. Now the post move he pulled today, it wasn't pretty. He went in. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It, he, he he did not look like he paid the the it did not look like he paid the 50k for to to the Kareem. It did not. It did not. <laughs> but it went in. <laughs> So I want to see what happens with some reps is what I'm really saying. I want to see because obviously if you don't do any post moves for the first 10 games, then you do a post move. It's not going to look pretty. I want to see what happens when you get some some reps. But go ahead. He probably was surprised. <laughs> go ahead, right. 
But to be real, but to be real about it, I'm not sure if the fifty thousand dollar Hakeem the Dream workouts even work because Giannis paid for that, and my man's still traveling. So I don't know. Giannis I don't know still, if it work or not. To be real about it, it was Giannis a ghost. Was that I uh, paid paid the the money? Uh, it worked for him. Freaking Gilbert Arenas um, was was um trashing him. Like it didn't work for Stat. Nah, it worked for Stat. I, I remember watching every game. Stat was balling in the post. Um, after that, he paid Kareem his bread, so uh, it worked for Stat. I don't know. Giannis' go to move is that move RJ used to try all the time. They should get us nutty where they take the one step back and then just go full speed. Yeah, <laughs> full yeah. speed at the defender. That's Giannis' move. That's it. You ain't getting nothing else. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Just run around, run and by. And they can't fast. stop it. <laughs> he can't stop it. He's so yeah, long, yeah, and powerful now. He's at the strength. The block and the shake don't sound right, says Mike Boy. <laughs> the block and the shake. The block and the shake. The block and the shake don't sound bad, man. Block and shake. Yeah. What about the savage shake? Savage, yeah. Savage shake. The savage. Yeah, you know they be calling him Twenty Three Savage. Big Savage. Big <laughs> Savage sound right. I like. I like that. Shake, uh, shake Savage. I like that tweet by, I think it was the Knicks. He said, how many rebounds he have? A lot. <laughs> how many? <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, I see what y'all did there. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> shout out shout out to the to the social media team for that one. Yeah. <laughs> that was solid. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. kudos to that and kudos to the Savage Shake. Savage Shake Lotus, all right? <laughs> Hope to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Facts. Oh, man. All right. To see it. Oh, I don't know if you guys have any more bro picks or, or we want to wrap it up. And I'm good. Anyway, I'll just shout the chat because y'all been good to us, man. Y'all been good to us. So shout out to the chat as well. You have, do you have any bro picks, Ryan? Nah, not at the moment, but I'm, I'm going to do some searching. I'm going to do some searching, though. I might have some tomorrow night. I bet. Bet, 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 bet. All right. Cool, cool. Well, salute to the chat, man. Thank you guys for being interactive. Shout out to Alexander. Shout out to Coach. Cyrus, Coach Cyrus 617. Shout out to uh, Glamondix. Shout out to D Ross. Shout out to Phil Porto. Show oh, shout out, Phil. Shout out to you. I didn't see you snuck in here. Shout out to S. Parker. Who else? Who else? Who else in the building? Oh, I, I gotta give a shout out to Alexander with the super chat. But he loves super chats here, man. Helps me write some, all right? Helps pay for stuff. Because um, this stuff is uh, not free, right? <laughs> <laughs> Says uh Stephen A. Smith Stephen A. Smith needs to stay off network weed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how you said it. Right? I did it good. Okay, cool. <laughs> that is our show. Yo, CA affiliate, I see you shout out to you, man. That is our show. We'll be here. We'll be here tomorrow. Hopefully, Lee will be here with us. It's funny, we haven't had like the full Voltron crew yet. <laughs> We haven't had, I think we have four people. We had it one time. Yeah, one time, I think. Yeah, one, what time. Is it? We had one time. We need, we, need, okay. we need another one. We need at least another one with the, all four of us together. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy year, man. It's been Can't crazy. wait. It's been a crazy year. I, I, I don't really talk about personal life on here a lot, but this year, this year, <laughs> man, there was some times like, yo, I don't even know about the energy going on the show because this stuff is going crazy. But I'm here. I'm showing up and shout out to Lee. Uh, who's not here today because he's going through his own little stuff, but he'll, but hopefully he'll be here for the next game. All right, cool, cool. Yes, that is our show. 
thank you guys for watching. Um, you can tune in to the, the KOT show on Twitter, Nick Time Show on Instagram and Facebook if you want to follow us there. You're also on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher if you want to listen to us there. And yeah, we'll be here after every game talking Knicks basketball. And we are doing Nick Tacto is coming back. It's, it's, Nick Tacto was meant to be more of a summer thing because of the how often games happen. And I'm only one person, I don't have a clone. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to try to, um, to have a couple of games peak out there in the season all right but yeah i want to subscribe to us because because when the summertime comes and it gets a little slow we'll nick tattoo will pick up for sure all right so definitely uh keep in touch with nick tattoo i'm gonna have to uh dm i want i want to see my memory a little shot so i don't know how i'm gonna be with the trivia i'll give it a try give it a yeah there's people like that though like that's what and that's what makes um anthony msg so um so impressive to me because i'm really bad with dates really bad and for me i've watched a lot of Knicks basketball right i've been watching Knicks basketball since i was i don't know like 10 11 but i, I watched all that stuff with ewing and starks but i don't remember all that stuff <laughs> like i remember like moments key big mm-hmm. moments like when i was like watching the, the reggie miller score nine points in like a minute Watching Patrick Ewing miss that that finger roll. Yeah, or the finger oh. roll stuff, or like the Houston Rockets. Like I remember watching the Houston Rockets play the Knicks and thinking we had a chance to win, but I can't <laughs> tell you any details that happened during that time. Really, like I would have to like go back, like, oh yeah, that did happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I have to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just let you know one the thing that happened was stocks went like three four thousands. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Starks is still my guy. Yeah, he was my favorite Nick. I like the shooters. So it was Starks, it was Houston were my favorite Knicks. As you as you can see, I like the defending dog, like the scrappy Mm -hmm. uh, type of players. Um, you know, so Starks was definitely my favorite Nick. Yeah, Starks was there. Starks was definitely up there. All right. But yo, thank you guys for watching, man. Thank you guys for watching. We'll be back tomorrow. So um Yes, as always, you already know what it is, man. As always. Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these next YouTube streets. That's our <laughs> show. We out of here. Peace. New York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. NYC.